Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mike on Mike Wadecast. Did I ever tell you I lead a Sunday morning discussion group? This will come as a shock to the people I went to high school and college with, particularly my drummer buddies, not to mention the people I worked with over the years at 10 different radio stations and the companies who owned five different networks. And I might as well throw in the writers, producers, and engineers I joked around with while in the booth during recording sessions for commercials and narrations. I mean, I had boundaries. I, <laughs> I knew when to cuss like a sailor and when to zip it. But let's just say my priorities have changed. My focus is different. And I'm a much better human for becoming humble enough for this transformation to occur. Now, when I was on the air, I was known as a prep hound. Lots of air talent are that way. Some, not so much, and you can hear it in every break, just like you can hear the difference between someone who picks relevant content, knows how to tell a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end, and when given the chance, will always let the listener tell the end, or deliver the punchline, or when it's necessary, you know, like something serious, button the story. Now, we're not a traditional discussion group. I am hardly the go-to guy for theory, but I do love talking application. So I'm constantly looking for breaking stories, new books, and opinion pieces that can be discussed in the context of our group, and then hammer a nail on the talking points with something from the good book. So while I'm doing show prep, and I know that's a little irreverent, but old habits, I see this article that says the church needs to talk about sex, religion, and politics. And I'm using church instead of the denomination because I'd kind of like to keep the car out of the ditch. And to my surprise, the whole thing, and it was not a short read, was just a tease to listen to this person's podcast. In other words, there were no talking points I could use. So I felt like I got baited and then switched. And <laughs> that really annoyed me. So for that reason alone, I refused to listen. But I did check the comments below. Because I thought, surely, the way social media has become the wild west of snarkiness, where pompous people don't even conceal and carry, they just strap on a hog leg of dig me, tie it to their thigh for a faster draw, and then just fire off as many rounds of words as they can until they run out of bullets. So I'm thinking, well, there has to be someone with a bandolero of ideas that would counter this author's notion that church should talk about sex, politics, and religion, because that's the stuff you don't want to get into around the dinner table with family, unless your intent is to start a food fight. And unfortunately, I think there are way too many who post and tweet hoping to do just that. You know, they're the kind of people who like to light a limb and start a forest fire, or more accurately, a dumpster fire of hot takes that really add nothing to the conversation besides a platform to display their immense ego. All right, so let me stop here and remind you of the tease I used, because you may be thinking, huh, well, you've baited and switched me because you said this is why people don't listen to podcasts, when it appears that the spoken word has been resurrected with more topics and options to listen to than ever before in the history of hearing and that I've switched the conversation to what's appropriate to preach. Now, remember what I wrote. You won't believe the reasons people give for not listening to podcasts, and you really won't believe where I found them. Okay, well, I read them, 
posted below this article that I thought I could use for my group. For example, quote, A transcript would be nice. I can read faster than I can listen and with greater comprehension. I seldom listen to podcasts because of that limitation. Another person wrote, I too don't listen to podcasts, finding them irritating and often distracting. Another person simply critiqued the introduction and suggested a different choice of words they felt would be a better invitation for a potential listener. Okay, maybe there were posts added later that actually commented on the content, but pretty much all I read was about the sizzle and not the steak. The one about being able to read faster than listen really resonated with me. I have a friend who has forgotten more about radio, engineering, equipment, editing, and all things audio than I even know. He is always on the cutting edge, and if you want to brainstorm something, he's your guy. His imagination will open the door to more possibilities than you ever dreamed of. So when I asked him to listen, his first reply was, are you monetizing it? And I said, no, it's not really about that. And he, his reply was, well, what's it supposed to be? Like he didn't get it, which made me think, uh-oh, that is not good. And I said, well, I like to tell stories. And he says, well, you're a good storyteller, but that's why you're doing it? And I, and I said, yes, I'm not doing it to make money. It's just something I should have been doing for years, and I finally decided to jump in the deep end to see if I could swim. It's still a work in progress, but my feeling was and is, if the podcast universe is offering 30 minutes to an hour of interesting, addictive, comprehensive talk about everything from true crime to history to church politics and sex, I want to tell a shorter story, 10, maybe 15 minutes max, but something with a beginning, a middle, and then I want to stick the landing to keep people coming back. I'm very much like the person that said they can read faster than they can listen. When I find out, like I did with this article, that after reading it, I now have to listen to a not-so-well-produced half-hour and then take my own notes to rip the meat off the bone, then I'm out. I mean, why do the same thing everyone else is doing? When there's more than one station doing the same format in town, either one clobbers the other or neither of them win. As typically happens when I'm researching one thing, I wind up blowing the dust off something entirely different. So allow me now to recap my talking points. Like the movie trailer guy says, in a world gone mad for podcasts, I had never heard anything negative about them. My assumption was that there weren't enough entrees in the menus to satisfy all the hungry customers starved for information and entertainment. And apparently, that's not entirely the case. And when my friend said he didn't get what I was doing, that told me, even though I've explained it before, I forgot the golden rule of promotion. Tell them what you're going to do, do it, and then tell them what you did. Every so often, you need to tell them what you're doing and why you're doing it the way you do it. If you don't think it's a podcast, well, you're right. And if you think there are great stories for people who don't have a lot of time to burn, you're also right. And if that's the feeling you have after listening, then I've done what I've set out to do. You know, you can subscribe on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You just search Mike Wade. If you search Mike on Mike, Mike on M-I-C, like my website, you won't get very far. Uh, apparently, there has to be a certain amount of popularity before it will automatically show up 
when you type it in the field. And right now, I would characterize my total number of listeners as being in the dozens. Even though I do promote on Facebook, uh, sharing would sure help get the word out if there are people like you who want a fast food listen instead of a five-course dissertation that may be more healthy but not necessarily as satisfying as, as what I'm all about, which is basically a food truck of thought that rolls up every so often with stories that are thrown in a basket, dipped in hot oil, and fried up real quick and golden-like. Maybe a better way to think about it is like the old-fashioned ice cream truck. When you see a tease, you'll think of that music getting closer and closer, except you don't have to worry about it rolling by and missing your chance while searching for loose change because these tasty snacks are always on demand whenever you want to cheat on your diet of a sit-down meal of someone else's perspectives. I'm hoping... You can't eat just one. This has been the Mike on Mike Wavecast. Thanks for listening.